If parenthood came with a GPS, it would most likely just say recalculating. Join Yulandi Becker and her guest experts Wednesdays at 11 a.m. for Bump and Beyond, the show about pregnancy and babies. 101.9 megahertz of life. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. You are yes on Bump and Beyond, and this. Is me, Yulandi Becker, hosting you for today. And I've just realised, as I was preparing for the show this morning, that I'm I'm very surely coming up on one year. So I don't know. Craig is going to have to inform me what is the appropriate celebration for one year in radio. Um, I don't know if we do like a reunion show or what needs to happen, but more on that to come. But again today, this show is all about parenting, and I am very excited about our topic today. Um, but as always, please remember that I want you to be part of this discussion. So if you want to phone in, please phone in on 010-140-3020. You can telegram us on 061-895-1019, or you can SMS us at 34519. Remember, SMSs are charged at one hundred and fifty. Um, like I said, now we're very close to getting to one year, and the fun part about that is is that we've got a very good library on uh, as a podcast on our website, highfm.com, on various topics parenting. So if you are wondering about something, you should go check it out. And if it's not there, You know, just send me an email, and then we can discuss this in more detail um, in with one of our experts. Um, so today's topic came up very coincidentally. I think she actually emailed me, but not to be part of the show for another reason. And then I liked her so much that I was like, "Oh, she would be such a great guest on the show and to talk about this because you, we've all seen those silly social media posts where they're telling you it takes a village to raise a child. Where is that freaking village and whatever?" And we're all looking for it. But after a year of being on High FM, I have to tell you that one of my favorite favorite things about High FM and this whole community is exactly that. The community. I have not met friendlier people in my life, um, and it's been such a privilege. And I love this community. And there's benefits to having a community and having a support system. And yeah, we need. You have this village, so please, please use the village. It's very important. Um, but it's very interesting because there are like a lot of studies that actually do show. That there is a strong tie between mom's well-being and their level of social support. So, moms who feel personally supported tend to feel less anxiety, depression, stress, and loneliness, and more satisfaction and fulfillment. So, overall, again, count your blessings to have this um, this village. If you don't have it. That is why I have Amanda here today. So my guest today joining me, very happy to share this with you, is Amanda Lowe. She's a mom as well. Like you know, I love to have moms on my or parents on my show, and she's um, the founder and mom behind the scenes from Moms of the Midlands.、Um, we're going to talk a bit about that just now as well. Hello, Amanda. 
Hello, Yolandi. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining me today. Um, I myself um, have a, quite a village I have created, and I often mention it on the show as well, to because people know that I know an odd amount of people in the parenting industry. So sometimes if I have a problem, yo, I could really tap into some really great resources. So I don't think I'm the standard parent. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. (laughs) But um, yes, so Amanda, like I said, today specifically we are talking about creating that village and why it is important for us to have that support system um, as moms when we go through this really hectic journey and it's not it is a very it's I always say it's a long game you shouldn't think of the short game when it comes to this um but again if you want to join in the conversation please uh, send us a telegram on 061-895-1019 if especially if you have some questions about your support structure and want to just share in the, uh, the the discussion that would be great so Let's start with the question. I think I've already kind of answered it. (laughs) But why do you think it is important that moms feel supported in this journey? Thank you, Yolandi. And thank you for this opportunity to feature on your radio podcast show. Um, For me, as you mentioned, I think motherhood is amazing, but it can also be very challenging and lonely at times, as you said. And agree that a strong support network of family members, friends, professionals are essential for a new mom. And for me, it made a huge difference um, as a first-time mom. And like you said, especially for your mental health and your well-being. Um, we really can't do it all alone. And I think when you're a new mom, it's really important to feel um, secure, to feel taken care of, and to also feel understood. So, yeah, where we can also learn from one another, laugh together and cry together. <laughs> um, I, I like that. And, I mean, the laugh and the cry for me is such a testament of what motherhood is about. I mean, you've mentioned it now in different ways as well. But I always say that for me, motherhood is really that where you realize having two contradicting thoughts at the same and feelings at the same time is absolutely, absolutely normal. Um, you can feel grateful about being a mom and hate it at the same time. It is a possibility. And I think that's why it's also sometimes so exhausted because your your brain and your heart is constantly trying to, <laughs> to help it and sort itself out. Yes, no, absolutely. Um, so you obviously, you started and founded Moms of the Midlands. Um, which is a, a bit of a community and a support structure, especially for moms in the Midlands. And I mean, I know some moms there and I'm always so jealous of the community that you've created. Um, but, uh, again, luckily I'm part of the high FM community. So I have my own backup here. Um, but, uh, what is it? Tell us a little bit about your own support structure. Like, obviously this came about in some way. Um, what is, what did you feel as a mom, first time mom, what was the support that you needed? So, yeah, so Moms in Midlands, I established in, um, July of 2020. Um, oh, that's brave. Midst of COVID. <laughs> that's when you really needed support though. <laughs> when we all really needed support. 
Um, so it was just over a year after um, Trent, um, my little boy who's now four years old, uh, after he was born, just about a year after he was born. Um, and it was inspired by um, a friend, a neighbor, a doula, <laughs> Ginny, um, who really supported me right through um, my pregnancy. I had the most incredible uh, pregnancy, incredible birth experience, and had the most incredible support, especially from her. And um, she really inspired me to create this space for moms because I realized that not everybody has a Ginny. And so many moms are so alone. And where do you go? Who do you turn to for, for support? And, um, you know, I started out Moms in the Midlands initially as a support group. So I would bring moms together. We would have guest speakers um, just sharing our experiences and really just to connect, to learn and to thrive. And that's my, my sort of slogan. Um, and then the entrepreneur in me, um, in May of 2021, I launched the online platform that it is today. And that's basically an online directory uh, with a growing network of uh, service providers, um, business, local businesses, parenting resources, and that sort of thing. So basically a, a network of professionals. Um, and I just hold that space as a, a supportive community for, for our moms. And I mean, that's so interesting because it's also like, I mean, that's also another thing now. I mean, I was, I became a parent. I was a new mom quite some time ago. It was, I was, you know, Instagram was not the way it is today. Facebook definitely featured, but everything I felt was a lot more muted. Yes. And what it is like now, 12 years on, I'll mention that's how long, that's when it started. Um, but I mean, for me, that's also sometimes the thing is that it's relatively easy, I feel, these days to find a community. But to really find a community and one that is legit mm. <laughs> and giving you the right support that you need is not always so easy um, because it's difficult to filter through all the noise sometimes. And sometimes the advice that you can get can be wrong, to be honest. Maybe wrong is not the right word, but doesn't fit with what your values are. I mean, for me, that's, and I mean, that's nice. What I want, just want to say is very nice about something like Moms of the Midlands because you filter through. You're like the <laughs> the filtering system <laughs> to help and filter through the noise so that you are getting legit things. But I'm looking forward to get more into that just now. Excellent. This is Bump and Beyond with Yolandi Becker, the show about pregnancy and babies. 101.9 megahertz of life. If you've just joined me, I am Yolanda Becker and you are on Bump and Beyond, the show all about parenting. And today's topic is specifically talking about creating those support networks. And I think for me, the important part of, and I mean, I showed it, moms have less than anxiety if they have better support. And I've taught you this already. Um, if you've missed it, of course, afterwards you can go listen to the podcast on hivem.com. Um, but an important part of the support is obviously that you are taking care of yourself um, because the support actually helps with that aspect of it. 
if you've just joined me, you will know, you won't know that I've been talking to Amanda Lowe. She is the founder and mom of um, Moms of the Midlands. And she's been talking about her own <laughs> um, experience and your own, what was it called? What was it called? Jenny, Jenny. Jenny, yes. Jenny, your support structure. <laughs> um, but there is different kinds of supports I feel out there. Um, I mean, there's obviously um, a Jenny that's a, a lot more personal kind of support, but we do have different support. What, what, what are some of the different kinds of support networks out there? I think for me, um, family, definitely. So family members, uh, friends, um, and professionals <laughs> so like my friend Jenny who's a doula um, and medical professionals um, and then also local support groups and mums groups um, mm. and that's really where you find your community um, is, is amongst those and it's so it's a huge passion of mine obviously also to hold that space for mums um, and to provide that um, yeah supportive community and host mom's groups, events, and things of, of that sort of nature. I think it makes I'm still, I'm still friends with some of the moms that I, that Pinkfoot bread with when my <laughs> son was a baby. Um, so I know the value for sure of these uh, networks. And uh, to be honest, I think these um, networks also change and evolve. Um, for me, friendship in itself, if you get, babies <laughs> and your friends don't initially um the networks change and the support change it doesn't mean you forget about those people but it does i mean for me some of the people i see the most are the people from my parent from my kids school <laughs> exactly. um, i'm not friends with all of them some of them i am hello shout out to all of you but um <laughs> not all of them but I, I do see them quite regularly um for me, just that, has your, so, I mean, your child is also not a baby anymore. Has your support structure changed over the years and evolved? Has certain things remained the same? <laughs> Absolutely. Um, a lot has remained the same. And I think in actual fact, it's just got stronger, oh. um, which is amazing. And I suppose it's the nature of my business. It's what I do. <laughs> so I have the, the privilege of connecting with so many people and I've built mm. so many amazing relationships. Um, and, uh, so yeah, it's just got stronger and obviously, yeah, the family are still around. I'm, I'm privileged to, to share space with um, my folks. Um, my mom and Nora was hands on. And of course my hubby, he's a very hands on dad as well. So yeah. Privilege, privilege. Absolutely. Count my blessings. <laughs> I know, but I mean, it is, like I said, for me also interesting how, and I mean, I definitely do still have certain people support networks that I had before, like I would now like think for, for instance, my kid's pediatrician. I haven't gone to the pediatrician in a very long time because I was like, I'm, I don't need to pay that amount of money now that my kids are older. <laughs> so he was initially part of it, but he is gone now and they go to my normal GP. And to be honest, um, I really love her, so I'm glad we made that move. And she's definitely one of the people on my list of support network. Um, shout out to Dr. Eberschun. I'm not sure she's going to listen to this, but I'll send it to her to, so that she knows. But um, I, I think that's also for me personally, uh, what I've realized is that um, sometimes it's also just like with some friendships or a seasonal, I think even your support structure can change and evolve. 
in some ways, like with you now, it has become definitely stronger and there's parts of my support structure who has also become stronger. But there is definitely some of the support networks that have changed into something different. Um, but yeah, but I mean, how, how can we build these support networks? Sure. I think for me, it's about reaching out to, to family members, to reaching out to close friends, um, you know, sort of in your circle, people that, like you say, your, your friendship circles might change and suddenly you become friends with moms who, or, or yeah, they're also moms. So they sharing in the same experience as you, you know, so yeah. to do that and, and to not be afraid to just to open up, to chat, to share um, and to seek help as well from local support groups. So find yeah. those support groups in your area. And um, if there aren't any, create them. <laughs> But, but I mean, how would you go about how, I mean, would you, they, I mean, for me and for you, maybe those type of things can be very easy. I'm very easy. I'm like that person who has never stood in a queue and not spoken to the person in front of me and at the back of me. Yeah. It's very unlikely that that will happen. Yes. Um, I'm just that person, but Obviously, I also know that not all moms are like that. What do you think is an easier route if you want to now create this? Is it online that the the support structure is? Is it telling your friend that they should do it? (laughs) (laughs) Invite a friend and take them with you. Um, I think you're so right. And, you know, being working with moms, I've come across all different types of moms. And I think we do sometimes forget we are those type of people. And there's moms who are a little bit maybe more reserved, more introverted. So how do they find that space? And um, I think that, like you mentioned earlier, isn't it amazing having technology today and the online platforms that we do have? And sure, it's about finding the right ones out there. And I think there's so many and you could potentially find your fit. Mm-hmm. Um, wherever it might be. Um, and or just in, in a close circle. I mean, just if you, even if it's one or two other friends, you know, who maybe are, are going through the same thing, just to make an effort to maybe come together and just chat about your experiences and what you're going through. Um, and, and I know we're very fortunate here in the Midlands. Like you said, we've got an amazing community. And, um, you know, our doulas and, and people like that, they actually also hold space for mm-hmm. new moms. Which I think is amazing. And it's just really encouraging moms to just go out there and try and don't, no. don't be afraid. Um, and I mean, it is in the end of the day, I think that the thing is that what you're saying in essence is that it's a support network. Maybe network is a too strong a word. It doesn't necessarily, I mean, you even mentioned in the beginning, Jenny, it was one person that yes. you needed and that's all it really takes to create a network or community or support structure. Sometimes it's that one person. And I can also remember the fantastic um, clinic sister. Um, she was Katunka. Um, <laughs> is her, I now know her in a professional <laughs> capacity as well, um, which is actually a little bit, I hope she can't remember the stuff that she helped me with. Luckily, I think she saw a lot of moms in their <laughs> worst time. But I mean, to be honest, that one person made such a big difference for me with regards to breastfeeding and things like that, that um, 
that sometimes all you need is that one person. And I, I do have to give a big shout out to lactation consultants and people like that because I, I'm yet to meet a lactation consultant that is not nice. <laughs> they are absolutely built for helping people and it's a passion for them. They're not, I've not met a lactation consultant that's in it for the money because it's not a very lucrative. <laughs> <laughs> They're in it for the passion. Um, and, and to be honest, I think that's one network that I would encourage each mom to go to. For me as well, the big thing, like I said, was these mom groups like Pink Food Pret. And, um, I actually had kids long before, even though I'm super social, um, I had kids not long before, but I was one of the first in my friend groups, uh, surprisingly that had children. <laughs> Everyone was surprised. It wasn't by accident. It wasn't purpose. Um, and, I uh, really, um, I didn't really know how to find other moms because my kids, I was a stay-at-home mom. Then I quit my job. So all the people at work, they were gone. And I was really like, okay, I have nothing. And then luckily I could Google kids play groups in Pretoria <laughs> and I found Pinkford. And it really changed and opened up my eyes to different things. And then, of course, also not sleeping for a very long time also created a different passion of mine. And uh, and that's the thing is I do think that when we talk about these support, and it could even just be your mom. My mom was far away, so she couldn't really (laughs) be mine. But she was there emotionally on WhatsApp lots of times. (laughs) Yeah. If you've just joined me, I am Yulandi Becker and we are on 101.9 High FM and this is Bump and Beyond and today in our parenting slot we are definitely talking about how to find and create a village. Support for each one of us is so, so important um, on this mothering or parenting journey. It's not just mothering, it's parenting journey, even though I do think we dominate this. <laughs> I don't want to include anyone. But um, I do think um, it is important to have some kind of support and not be your, I mean, sometimes I think the expectations that society puts on us is to, to be everything. You have to be a working mom, but also the most present mom ever (laughs) and those type of things. But in essence, these support structures is there to help you to take care of yourself, like I mentioned. So Amanda, tell me some of the things that you do. Uh, You know, we all hear that self-care, take care of yourself. (laughs) Tell me some of the things you do as part of your self-care? <laughs> <laughs> well, can you believe it? It was only recently that I actually Googled what the definition of self-care was. And much to my surprise, it wasn't um, just manicures and facials and lovely bubble baths. No, I, th- I thought it was like a spa day. That's why I was going to a spa That's day the whole time. time. <laughs> I was like justifying it as self-care. Yeah. So, um, and, and no, it's actually so much more than that. And it, it's really about our physical and mental health. Um, you know, and taking the time to do the things that, um, are good for us, both physically and mentally. And it, it does. It's eating well. It's uh, making time to do some exercise, you know, 
Um, and then also taking time out for ourselves. So um, those five days are important. <laughs> okay. I just want to say it's coming from an expert here. Right? <laughs> I said it. <laughs> Being um, said. So, so yeah, those, those for me are important things. Yeah, but I mean, tell me some of the stuff you do to take care of yourself. Do you just go for manicures, pedicures, and spa day? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, good no. life there in the Midlands. <laughs> it's a great life. <laughs> it needs to work. Yeah. Um, no, I, I, of course, do little things to pamper myself and treat myself. You know, we always like to feel beautiful as a woman. So I, I do um, spoil myself in little ways. And um, I, I do... I I do make time. Um, I, I reward myself in, in various ways, and maybe it is just a bubble bath or something like that, you know. Oh. But uh, I try and keep track of achievements and things that I, I get to and can tick off my list. And then I think, okay, what am I going to do for myself today? Um, and yeah, even if it's just taking time out, you know, maybe spending time with a friend or maybe going away for a night. Um, I've yeah. done that, and that works really nicely. Um, you know, we do need some time out as moms. And, and for me, it's so important. And I think as moms, we, I mean, guilt, as soon as that, I mean, as soon as you find out you're pregnant, the guilt already starts. <laughs> um, and I think well, once you have your second one, it goes more into a different level. So there's still fun for you to come. <laughs> but, um, but for me, I think that uh, that's the problem is that when we think of self-care, that often we think of um, your spa days and all these things. And again, just like the support system, I think that we over analyzing what this process is about, um, about self-care because, and I mean, then also they don't always say it's like, you can't take care of someone else. You can't take care of yourself and things like that. But we've all been there that first year, you know, everything else takes a backseat um, to the parenting because you're just tired and exhausted and yeah. And you, you're adjusting your own mindset still to this fact that all of a sudden I love something so incredibly much and I don't understand how it's possible that I can love something so much and how I'm struggling so much with this new person that I have instantly became overnight Um, and it takes a while to catch up for your mind to catch up and luckily I can assure you it does happen eventually Um, sometimes you're still wondering but for me uh, and again Give yourself the the patience and the grace of allowing you to also wallow in that motherhood whirlpool in the beginning. That's, That's part of self-care is letting your brain catch up Absolutely. <laughs> to this new role. Um, but then as well to make time and space for the other things because you're not just a mother. You're also still someone's partner, most probably. You're still yourself. And unless you're taking the time to create the space for it, and that is meaning things like maybe moving your child to their own room eventually (laughs) (laughs) and thinking and creating those spaces. I'm not saying you have to, but you're creating. If you're not going to create the space for it, it's not going to happen. 
Um, and yeah, taking saying yes to grandma who wants to babysit <laughs> and it's just letting go a little bit, even if it's just for an hour and you're like sitting outside and they are inside. <laughs> you don't know what to do with yourself. <laughs> and you don't know what to talk about with your husband initially. <laughs> like it feels so pressured in having a good time. <laughs> um, so that is all for me. Um, about that self-care is making the moment. And then a big thing that was a game changer for me recently is exercise Um, and making the time for it. And I honestly, I remember so many years and so many nights being like, Oh, I'm so tired. I'm so tired. And it was just because I was so unfit. (laughs) (laughs) And it is, and it's really funny how that happens. But Amanda, I'm really loving chatting with you. And as you can hear, I'm like, um, I can go on and on about self-care and self-preservation. Um, uh, but also I do like a good uh, spa day that I can tell you. I can, I really do love that. But we can continue our conversation just now. Okay, great. <laughs> this is Bump and Beyond with Yolandi Becker. The show about pregnancy and babies, 101.9 megahertz of life. If you've just joined me, you are on 101.9 High FM. I am your host, Yulandi Becker. And as always, on Bump and Beyond, we are talking parenting. We're very strongly coming to the end of our show But don't despair. If you want to listen to this podcast and all of our other podcasts, it will be available on highfm.com for you to go listen to. And not just my show, all of the other great shows that we have on HiFM. And as always... um, I want you to join in the conversation. If Again, if you've just joined us, I am speaking to Amanda Lowe. She is the founder and mom of Mom of the Midlands. And we're talking about support systems and taking care of yourself as a mom. As they say, you can't take care of others if you can't take care of yourself. So please share some of your tips, your insights, just comments. Um, even if you're not, even if you have a grandma now, let us know if you're struggling to take care of your grandchild. I want to hear that. So send us a telegram on 061-895-1019 or you can SMS us at 34519. SMSs are charged at one rand fifty. So Amanda, before the um, wonderful adverts, um, I wanted, I w- we were talking about self-care um, and yeah, again, I was now mentioning that, you know, again, moms struggle with self-care, especially in the beginning. Why do you think, why do you think moms struggle with self-care? Are we just so full of ourselves? <laughs> full of nonsense. So busy. <laughs> I think um, time is definitely a factor. Um, I think, like you mentioned earlier, it's about making time. So we've got to make time for exercise. We've got to make time to do the things that we need to do and would like to do. Um, and then partly mom guilt. I think you mentioned that as well just now. I think that's a huge factor. I think mm. we feel guilty for doing something for ourselves. And, and we really shouldn't because um, we need to be okay with giving ourselves that permission um, to, to take care of ourselves and, and to put ourselves first. No, no, and I mean, I don't mean it's also putting yourself first 
I I think I I really feel we need to like have a better wording for those type of things. Also for self care, because I feel it comes with such a demanding I don't know thing mm. that we really the guilt is just kind of infused in it because oh now I'm a mother and I have to take care of everyone else and that's kind of our first priority but just because you are taking the time to take care of yourself does not mean that you are neglecting or taking away from those other things um, and that's important for me to kind of remind you of. It is absolutely okay to do that. But that brings me now, because you now mentioned time. (laughs) And I think I've even stopped doing that. Um, I don't tell, or I try not to. I'm not always good with it. But if people tell me, how am I, or how's it going, I don't say busy anymore. (laughs) Because I actually feel like the only person I am convincing because then I am hearing that I'm busy, obviously five to six times a day. So the only person who's hearing this mantra of I'm busy, I'm busy, I'm busy is me. Oh. <laughs> You're telling yourself that. Yeah. So I have stopped telling myself that. Um, and I've actually started using the word productive. Much better word. Much better word. So... Please feel free that everyone starts saying productive instead of being busy. And because I really feel that that's the, like the key phrase for everyone. And it's like, we're all busy. I've not, I have not met anyone who has told me, Oh, I am so bored. (laughs) I've never heard that. No, (laughs) no, me neither. So what is your, what do you, that's elusive work life. And it's like, as if work is not life, that work life balance. What what are some of the things that you do to manage that? So um, I am only human after all. So um, I don't always get it right. Uh, but for me, I, I actually have a life coach and mentor. Who is, yeah, it is, she is a very integral part in helping me achieve my goals. I also have a morning routine, um, inspired by Robin Sharma's 5am club. So my day starts pretty early. (laughs) Um, that is early. 5am is not something I'm, (laughs) and I'm a morning person. (laughs) Look, look, I try. Um, and then I, yeah, I create a, a, a weekly work schedule um, where I prioritize my tasks and I try and work um, efficiently and um, productively <laughs> during yeah. the day. Um, and then, of course, having what we're talking about today, having that support network, yeah. having having that the, the hubby or family members or friends who, you know, little Trent can spend time with so that I can just get a little bit done. Um, either for myself or for work. Um, and then I, I do, if my husband and Trent and my family are a priority, so I try and be a um, patient and present mother. <laughs> um, and I, and I, make, um, I make an effort to make time for that, for us to spend time together. And to factor in, like you said, exercise, doing small things, you know, um, which help you, you f- feel better. And um, the thing I spoke about earlier, which, as I said, only recently learned, is um, giving ourselves permission to take time out and to just hit pause 
Um, you know, we as mothers, as wives, as women, we deserve it. No, no, I, de- I could not agree more. And I love how you're talking about, I mean, that's exactly why I probably invited you here. And you can see the passion for what you do as well is shining through completely because um, you appreciate um, that support network that you have and the people around you. And I mean, that's a privilege, let's be honest as well, to have um, such a vast um what do you call it support network because I, I work often with parents where or with moms where the father um is there but he's not helping a lot mm. um or i've even had it the other way around where the father is there and the mother is not there so it can be vice versa but and i mean it's privilege like i said initially my mom was not just um, now she is and honestly she's really like she's now five minutes away but she used to be an hour and away so it's not that she wasn't a feature but it was a lot more difficult to say hey can you be here in two minutes i really need some help type of thing um and she was still working as well which she's not anymore so like retirement is really a great option for grandparents (laughs) just by the way (laughs) so when your parents are retired Something like that. <laughs> so like a really good option, early <laughs> retirement, if <it's> possible. <laughs> or having kids only when your parents have retired. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a good option. I'm kidding. But it is also a privilege to have that now. Honestly, it's like a very big privilege. My parents are going on the holiday now for two and a half weeks and I'm not really looking forward to that. Sure. <laughs> no, it is, it, it, it is really is a privilege and it, it's a blessing um, yeah. to have that. Yeah. But again, I'm reminded by Craig that we are slowly but surely um, having to wrap up soon, but just now after this ad break. This is Bump and Beyond with Yolandi Becker, the show about pregnancy and babies, 101.9 megahertz of life. And just like that, our show is very quickly coming to an end. If you've missed the show, this was Bump and Beyond. And today I was talking to Amanda Lowe. She is the founder of Mom of the Midlands. And we were talking about creating those support systems, what these support systems are. And of course, also taking care of yourself and helping you manage your time a little bit so that you have the opportunity to do that. So if you've missed it, don't despair because it will be a podcast on our website, highfm.com. Um, in the future, of course, if you have any queries or questions, please don't hesitate to send us an email at bump and beyond, um, at hivm.com and we would love to have suggestions. Next week, I am specifically talking about car seat safety. So that's going to be a great talk. Amanda, it was so great to have you on the show. Before you go, you need to give us a little bit more of a taste of what Mom of the Midlands are about and where we can go have a look at where it is. (laughs) (laughs) Great. Thank you so much for the opportunity again. It was um, great fun. (laughs) Uh, So, um, yeah, Moms of the Midlands, www.momsofthemidlands.co.za. You can go and check out our online directory. Um, basically a network of professionals. Um, we've got, uh, yeah, an incredible growing network of, of local businesses, services, parenting resources, and, um, a new little addition, which we will be adding soon, um, as a sort of addition to our digital offering. 
is an annually printed publication called the Mom's Handbook. And that's going to be a valuable resource, a wealth of information. Um, you know, when you're a new mom and you leave that hospital with your newborn and you have no idea what you're doing. <laughs> and we all say we wish parenting came with a manual. The well, manual has been created or has been created. <laughs> well, there we go. The mom's handbook um, is, is what we, we are, we're going to be launching very soon. So please, yeah, follow us, watch the space. And, um, yes, and I have to say your website as well as your Instagram. What's your handle on Instagram? It's Moms of the Midlands. Moms yeah. of the Midlands, yes. Um, it's beautiful um, as well. I love looking at it and the little elephant on it. It's very cute. I really like it a lot. <laughs> Thank, <laughs> Thank you. you so much for joining me. Um, on that note, again, um, just a final thought um, from me with regards to self-care and making or that work-life elusive work-life balance is that in the end of the day and i read it recently is is that you have to prioritize your time according to what your priorities are meaning that if your family is your biggest priority they should get the chunk of your time or the best of your time at least <laughs> so make those opportunities to create that and the key to that and I am a mom now for over 12 years and I still struggle with it. I don't manage it at all, all the time. And, but I can assure you as um, a person who has five different jobs <laughs> and I am a mother of two, the key is to learn to say no. When you are presented with an opportunity to meet up with a friend or to help out something, you need to go to that list of priorities and look at it and see how you've allocated your time either for the day or for the week. And if that does not fit in, you have an obligation to your family and yourself to say no. <laughs> and to be honest, you don't need to give. And I mean, I think that's one of the reasons why we hate saying no is that because we feel that we need to give a reason why we're adults here and for those people and i can tell you the people who know me they know if i say no there's a reason for it i would never just say no but you need to learn and put on your mom pants and your big girl pants and learn the skill of saying no and prioritizing your time to what is important to you so go make your list and go cross-check it. <laughs> but anyway, on that note, the world is not changed by our opinion. <laughs> it is changed by our example. Let's lead by example for our children. I look forward to having you join me next week. Thank you for joining me today. Until next time, enjoy your day. <laughs>